our voice. Our future. Join us as we explore the real power of Youth Rising. Youth Rising. The Youth Rising podcast by NCS. Hey, I'm Eleanor and welcome to Youth Rising by NCS. This is a podcast for young people by young people. In this podcast, we're going to hear youth-driven stories from right across England about the issues that matter to young people right now. It may be lockdown here in the UK, but that can't stop us here at the Youth Rising podcast. This whole episode was made entirely remotely and adhering to the government's COVID-19 lockdown rules. In this episode, we're talking to young carers, hearing their stories and how being in isolation has impacted their lives. We'll also be bringing you our lockdown lowdown and our isolation diaries with a twist. But before we get started, I just want to remind you that this podcast is happening all thanks to NCS, the programme for 16 to 17 year olds that helps turn all those no you can'ts into no we can. Being a teenager can be tough. Balancing school, sport, extracurricular activities, maybe a Saturday job, not to mention hanging out with friends and maintaining a pretty busy schedule. This can sometimes feel like a lot. I mean, now we're in lockdown and my days are literally consisting of moving from the lounge slash my new office to the kitchen. I'm genuinely in awe of how much we were packing into our days. But imagine being a full-time carer for a family member on top of all of that. There are around 700,000 young carers in the UK. And whilst each situation is unique, our reporter, Pubadika, wanted to find out how this lockdown has affected life as a young carer. Since lockdown, many of you may have had to look out for your loved ones in new ways. Maybe you've helped an elderly neighbour with the shopping. Or you've been taking on more responsibilities around the house. These troubling times will be different for many of us. And whilst it might be new for someone like me, for young carers across the country, taking care of a family member every single day of the year is the norm. I had the opportunity to speak to two carers to find out more about their day-to-day lives and how they've been impacted by the lockdown. I started by asking what being a young carer means. So a young carer is a young person who cares for someone who is ill, disabled or misuses certain substances like drugs and alcohol. What it may involve is different for each person, but it could include practical tasks like cooking and shopping, as well as physical and emotional care. So before lockdown, I was a year 13 student studying for my A-levels. And uh, my mum's disabled with rheumatoid arthritis. A uh, regular day would be ensuring that she has breakfast and lunch prepared in the morning, as well as carrying household tasks before going to college. I would then come straight home and do homework whilst finishing household tasks, making dinner and helping her shower, uh, as well as organising medication and changing her dressings, as she recently had an ankle operation that's been non-weight-bearing for six weeks, and I'd try and do most of the shopping on the weekends. Being in lockdowns affected me in, like, positive and negative ways it's meant that um, my stress has decreased because I'm not juggling studying exams or caring for my mum however before lockdown I'd make sure my mum would have more time outside by helping her walk or use the wheelchair down to the shops or the park for example whereas now uh, she's inside all the time understandably but it's taking a toll on her mental health Uh, 
currently though my days are quite similar however without college I've got more time to try and fill so we tend to like play board games or watch movies to try and keep up some morale uh, we attend hospital appointments once a week which is the only time we leave the house or I leave the house other than shopping and on these occasions we've been wearing masks and ensuring we're following guidelines because if either of us got ill and had to self-isolate it'd be very difficult to function because I wouldn't be able to go near her as Megan says, each young carer's situation is different, so I also got to speak to Aaliyah. I started by asking how long she's been a young carer. Hi, my name's Aaliyah, I'm 17. Uh, my mum was put in a wheelchair when I was around six years old, so almost 12 years now. Uh, for me, it really just entails like going to the shop my mum can't, like cleaning around the house, taking her to bed if she's really ill, sometimes cooking dinner for the family, etc. Before isolation, I would say my days were pretty normal. Uh, I have a twin sister who helps with some of the workload, you could say. And I have an older brother who, when he comes back from university, he also helps out. So I'd go to school, come home, do homework, cook dinner or fend for myself if my mum really couldn't. Although oftentimes she would be able to. Uh, the weekly chores would get done and stuff like that. Uh, on the weekends, I had a job so that I could pay for things myself because obviously my mom can't work. So I'd have to do that on the weekends. And now I'd say it's pretty similar. I don't go to the job anymore because of isolation, but I still have some coursework that I have to finish before I can stop doing schoolwork completely. So I've been doing that. Um, today, my mom's really bad, so I'll probably end up cooking dinner. But apart from that, it's been pretty simple. I've had to go to the shop because she can't risk leaving the house. But apart from that, relatively simple and relatively easy day. I think that when people think of being a young carer, they see it as a burden or they feel sympathy for me. But I don't ever want anyone to look at me that way. Really, all I'm doing is returning the favour by looking after my mum when she's dedicated the last 17, almost 18 years of her life to doing the same for me. Um, it doesn't burden me at all it doesn't change the way I feel like I would have been able to live my life otherwise so I don't think people should see it that way. I also asked Megan what she wished people understood better about being a young carer. So I think that people should understand that balancing a social life and school and caring is really tricky. Um, I've always kept that I care for my mum from my friends until more recently and I only explained the whole situation as they found it strange that I was always sort of phone my mum throughout the day and then miss going out after college and weekends to make sure that I'm home for her. They now understand it, but I think people don't really know that caring is 24 hours, seven days a week, even when I'm not always at home. Speaking to both Megan and Aaliyah has been really eye-opening for me. I finish by asking them what being recognised as a young carer means for them. I've been caring for my mum for a few years now, however, I didn't really realised that I'd be considered a young carer until a teacher suggested for me to contact Young Carers Leads in October of 2019. There's a group called Young Carers that you're a part of until you're 18. I've been a part of the Young Carers Project since I was maybe 10, so seven, almost eight years. And through the activities that they did in the holidays and this weekly club that went on every Friday, I've been able to meet a bunch of different young carers uh, my age, younger and older, so a range. Um, the benefit of a Young Carers Project really is that they give you opportunities that you wouldn't have access to otherwise, like 
uh, activities in the summers and stuff that normally I wouldn't have access to or I wouldn't be able to afford otherwise. And they also just introduce you to a bunch of other people that completely get your situation. So I'm part of the Young Carers Leads group, which has allowed me to meet other young carers in monthly meetings, as well as get extra support from the support workers when needed. It's been really great to be involved as before this, I never knew anyone with a similar life to mine. And this has given me a chance to socialise with people that have a similar understanding of what being a young carer is like. The community is really, really nice because it's kind of just you're around people that understand everything. And that feeling is really nice. Like You feel like you belong. I never have to really explain my situation to anybody because they already get it. They already know. If it's not something I want to talk about, they immediately understand because it might not be something they themselves feel comfortable speaking about sometimes. Uh, I even plan on helping out and like volunteering once I turn 18 with them and once isolation is over because the community has been that helpful to me. And yeah. Thanks Aaliyah and Megan for answering my questions. The Young Carers projects around the country sounds amazing for meeting others. And whilst I, myself, am not a young carer, the message of kindness and being considerate of others is one we can all learn from. Thanks so much guys for chatting to us. If you feel like you're struggling to care for someone at home, know that you are not alone. There are lots of local groups for support. Speak to a trusted adult from your school for guidance. And if you're worried or are struggling with your mental health during this lockdown, remember that it is really, really important to talk about it. Maybe it's to a friend or to a parent. Or if you don't feel like you can do that, head to childline.org.uk where there are people you can talk to and advice that they can give you on coping at this really, really weird time. The Youth Rising Podcast by NCS. The Youth Rising Podcast by NCS. You're listening to Youth Rising by NCS. Whether we like it or not, this lockdown is here to stay for a little bit longer. And as we all start to get into the groove of online lessons and working from home, the days are seriously merging into one another. I'm not going to lie, I do often forget what day of the week it actually is. <laughs> so for this week's Isolation Diaries, we thought we'd shake things up. In the last episode of Youth Rising, we heard about how people are staying fit in lockdown. So our producers came up with a challenge inspired by Jill Scott in last week's episode. If you haven't heard it yet, definitely go back and listen to her interview with our reporter Chloe. Sophie, Callan and Pabadika bravely took on the challenge of doing a Joe Wicks workout every day. And if you say, I haven't heard of Joe Wicks, who's that? Then honestly, where have you been? Joe Wicks has literally become the nation's PE teacher, doing a live lesson on YouTube every single morning throughout lockdown. Let's hear how Sophie, Callan and Pabadika got on. Good morning, it's Papadika. It's currently eight o'clock. Okay, hey, this is Sophie. So I'm about to attempt day one of PE with Joe, with Joe Wicks. I finally managed to drag myself out of bed. I watched the video last night and I know that I'm meant to start off with squats or by mountain climbers, running on a sport, shoulder taps, slow burpees. I am very nervous, I can't lie, because I briefly watched one before, like literally watched two minutes of it and I got very nervous. So I'm very nervous right now. I'm not exactly the fittest person in the world. I guess we'll see how it goes. 
Okay, so today I did the first um, of Joe Wicks's P Fitness Challenge and uh, it was very, very difficult. Hi, I'm back after doing the day one of the Joe Wicks Challenge. Oh my days, I am absolutely shattered. I can't, how does he do that? How are people doing this? I am oof, blinking heck. Oh my God, I'm shattered. I'm not going to lie, I did the first 10 minutes and I gave up because I found it really difficult. Um, and I didn't, want to en I didn't want to end the day without doing the challenge. So I ended up doing the leftover 10 minutes before dinner and that kind of made me feel better because I managed to complete the day's challenge. Um, I do long distance running, so it was very, very different to that. It's a lot more taxing and it was very just short bursts, which I was just not used to. And a lot of exercise I never even thought about. So it was really, really fun, but it was so, so difficult. And like I did it this morning, so I've had a few hours to recover, but I'm already aching. I can't even imagine what tomorrow morning is going to be like. Oh my God, I'm shattered. I'm so unfair. Hopefully this will help me get fitter. Um, who knows? <laughs> I found it really enjoyable because I felt like I faced the day with a bit more positivity and I felt like I ate healthier as well because I felt healthier, which is a bit weird. I really, really enjoyed it. And I think obviously it's designed for, for kids who obviously can't do pee anymore, but it's like, I struggled. <laughs> I really struggled with it. So, but I think as the week goes on, hopefully I'll, I'll get more used to it. But yeah, uh, it was, it was very difficult. Looking forward to the rest. But that was day one, Joe. Sophie is not going to have a nap. <laughs> I'm so tired. Uh, my goal for the next seven days is basically to make sure I can do this with full intensity for the full 20 minutes without this break in the middle okay hello today is day two of joe wicks pe today is day two of the joe wicks challenge i'm meant to be doing 20 different exercises today let's see how it goes i'm looking forward to it um i'm very nervous today <laughs> i'm very nervous after yesterday um however hopefully all will be good hopefully we'll see after i guess <laughs> Hi guys, I'm back after doing day two of the Joe Wicks challenge. Not gonna lie, I am exhausted after doing the 20 different exercises. I did have to modify some of the exercises, particularly the press-up ones, because I really struggle with press-ups. But I feel great now that I've finished it because I feel like I've done something with my day, especially considering I have a tendency to scroll through TikTok for majority of the day. Okay, so I've done Joe now. Um, he was heavy intense. It is a while later, that's why I'm not puffy. Uh, I forgot to record this. So, um, yeah, it was good. Um, he seemed to struggle too, which was quite nice that we were both on the same page. Um, can't lie, I know my legs are really good in the morning now. But feel the burn, it's all about feeling the burn. <laughs> so I would highly recommend it to anyone who wants to kind of get into fitness and get moving because it only takes 20 minutes and today's workout went by quicker than I even realized before I knew it the workout was finished and I'd done the 20 minutes so it's progress from day one hello um, I forgot to film an intro to day three but it's been a, <laughs> a while later after I have done day three's exercise um, and today uh, I found a lot more difficult. I'm not too sure why. I think it was just more difficult because yesterday was hard but wasn't completely. And then today I almost expected it to 
be hard but not as hard as it was um so yeah but hopefully tomorrow will be a better day okay so it's now wednesday and i've done the last two days worth so the one i really struggled with i'll tell you from today was the leg plank one that one was like oh <laughs> but um and he also did this really cool thing where it's like spot the difference you've got to spot the difference in um his house of like he moves things around and you have to obviously like see what's changed from the previous days which I thought was another really cool thing. I think a lot of the stuff he's doing is like, is making it is into this fun game. I think a lot of people see exercise as this like barrier and it's something like they just don't want to participate in. But this is it's making it really fun and stuff. So yeah, I'm really, really enjoying it still. Um, and it, it's only been a couple of days since, but it's like, I already feel like I am building strength, which is so, so important. And I think a lot of these exercises they don't actually do in schools. I think it's more, I don't know. Well, I certainly didn't. Um, <laughs> But um, yeah, so hopefully it will continue to be good as the week progresses. So today is day four of Joe Wicks's workout. Unfortunately, I am not able to complete it today as I've woken up with really bad back pains and joint joint pains generally. Um, so I really struggled to just be moving around. Um, I have taken my dog out for a walk today, which has helped my exercise in a bit. But I've also done some little exercises just to help my joint mobility um but hopefully i can get back to it on monday um even though we won't have this challenge on okay so i've just finished my final workout um it's friday now and what a week it has been i have been so many exercises i never would have done so many different like ways of doing it i wouldn't have thought about and i just found that whole experience like so fun and it's so nice with the whole community aspect as well like with everyone in the comments like saying you can do it and stuff obviously not directly to me but just in general <laughs> um and it's just such a nice like whole atmosphere and, and stuff and I, I just absolutely loved it um and i'm hoping to actually kick on from this um and hopefully start doing more of these exercises just in general life because i found that they actually are fun of course they do ache and stuff but it's, it's positive you know and it builds muscles that you wouldn't have built otherwise so i think the whole experience has been awesome definitely painful <laughs> but um that i think that's even got better as the week's gone on and stuff so i'm just really so happy i i decided to do this um and it's just such a good good idea just to get people exercising and stuff um and not let coronavirus you know take over as much you know trying to take back as much of our lives as possible um, and still be able to exercise and have fun and talk to people and so it's been absolutely awesome yeah, I'm not going to lie. I don't think I'm going to be joining in, but well done, guys, for doing it. Well done. Props to you. Props to you. And if you want to share your stories with us, then please get in touch. You can send your voice notes and personal audio diaries to youthrising at somethingelse.com. Note that there's no G in something. We think that it is really important to give all young people a voice. So please share your experiences. Now, it's time for this week's Lockdown Lowdown. Each week in lockdown, we're asking the Youth Rising team for their lowdown and recommendations on a particular topic. This week, it's all about what we've been doing in the kitchen. So here's our inspiration for you to get cooking. So now we're in lockdown, I've had more time. So I've been trying to stay away from my classic toast recipe, which I've got nailed down. I'm not the most useless cook. But I'm trying to use this lockdown as a chance to learn. I'm here to tell you about a new recipe that I tried out with my brother. To be honest, he was the lead chef on this. So this week, what I am most proud of making 
is I have made some red pepper hummus and it's absolutely amazing. So the other day I made spaghetti bolognese from scratch for my whole family. And actually, surprisingly, it tasted really good. I've tried cooking yaki udon. I set off the smoke alarm quite a few times, but it didn't taste too burnt. The soup had leeks, carrots, peas. I'm trying to make cakes and muffins and stuff like that. Sweet corn, ginger. Have not been going very successful. I've been struggling to make them rise. Onions and garlic. And with a little bit of improvisation, we even added a bit of scrambled eggs. But I should carry on in my efforts to become a master chef champion by the end of lockdown. Mm. It ended up tasting really lovely. Uh, I'm really proud of myself. Um, it wasn't particularly difficult. So I think next week I'm gonna do a lasagna. Um, so yeah, <laughs> let's hope I don't poison everyone. Wish me luck. Thank you so much, everyone. That all sounded really, really good. I can't lie, the kitchen has genuinely become one of my new favourite places. I'm really getting into my roots right now and cooking proper traditional Jamaican food. Aki and saltfish, if you know it. Man, it is so good. So, so good. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Youth Rising by NCS. Each week, we'll be bringing you stories of how the coronavirus pandemic is impacting young people across England, from changes in our day-to-day lives to exploring our new futures. Join us next week as we look at how the lockdown is affecting people living with families who don't accept their sexuality. Plus, we'll be bringing you more of our stories during lockdown. Youth Rising. Youth Rising. Youth Rising. By NCS.